0: Well, it's that time, it's Sunday night, it's time to talk on our adult page here to, uh, well, somebody who has not really a total adult past, because he started out as a child star, but he has an adult industry connection. I've, I've seen you uh, as a Flick in the Christmas story, I saw you on the toy, and I saw you at Jim South's birthday party, for God's sakes. Scott Swartz, how you doing today? I'm doing good. What, uh... <laughs> Where was the transition at, and uh, how come I saw you at, Scott's, at uh, uh, Jim South's uh, birthday party?
1: Well, uh, late 80s, 87, when I came out from uh, back east, I moved out here. Within about six months, I started meeting people in every industry. And so Jim was one of them, and then, uh, you know, as an actor, you don't work all the time. And one of the people I ended up working for, for several years, was Jim at World Modeling.
2: You know, now, were you... I mean, you
1: know, for all of those who, who love to be entertained, thank you for calling World Modeling. We're a licensed and bonded agency. 80% of the work that we get is photographic art, which is figure modeling, which is legitimate nude modeling. Would you like to make an appointment? There you go. Yeah. What a guy. Wasn't that wasn't just a great day? That was great. Just seeing Jim and, and uh, you know, putting that smile on his face, it was, it, was, it was great. It was great to see a lot of the old gang that I hadn't seen in a really, really long
0: time. Right. I think that and we really never formally met. You were standing at the bar most of the night. Um, I wasn't drinking. I just had no. who was I
1: standing with? Oh god. I know that. You were Tony up. Tedeschi, or
0: was I with Luke and Al, uh, Luke Wilder and so, Alexandra Silk? Yeah, Luke. Yeah. I didn't see what Tony wasn't there, but I did see um, uh, Rob Spallone was at the bar a lot. Rob Spallone, Christy Canyon. Yeah. Um, oh God! There was
1: a whole bunch of people. There was it was yeah. a fun fun time.
0: Let's see if I can uh, find a photo here and uh, see what we can see here. Let's I think Kylie Ireland was there. Yeah, wasn't that something? Um, oh see, God. you're part, You're actually a part of our our cover here. There you are. Right? There we are. How
1: about that? Yes, yeah, so I'm standing man. next to TT Boy. Yeah. Let's see. There's Rob, Mark Spiegel, Luke Wilders in the back uh um, um oh god the photographer susie
0: yeah susie yeah and see what they uh, did
1: on this photo right armstrong ronnie uh penny the writer yeah. mr marcus uh oh god herschel's in the back yeah harvey's back there todd from avian is back there Gene Ross was there, I know. He might not have been in the picture, but I know he's a Marcy from Vivid was there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm very good with faces. Oh, And and, and, and Inevitably, um, I get photos sent to me from different people who are photographers or directors, and, and they'll send me the photo and say, who the hell is this? <laughs> and it's like I'm like it's your photo. How do you not know who it is? But it's so and so, and it could have right. been Kasha, or it could have been uh, uh, Erica Boyer, or uh, Ch- Chantel, or whoever the hell it was, you know?
0: Right, right, right. Hey, we're a better, uh, encyclopedia of absolutely useless information. Well, and and then I see you're on Cameo, so I just saw a couple of uh, Cameo shots you did for some people on Father's Day. So that was fu- that's pretty cool too.
1: Yeah, those are, those are fun. The, you know, the fans reach out and they want to get something for somebody and it's personalized. So Right, yeah. It's, uh, you can find me on Cameo, Scott Schwartz. I, I don't think there's any other way to find it. I think it's just what right. it is.
0: You just uh, hunt you down and you were triple dog daring people and everything else. Oh, of course. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yep. And uh, for those collectors out there, too, you, you're going to show some posters off here in a little bit. But you do have your own uh, eBay channel, and that's uh, Scott568. And we'll... We'll make sure we put that in the yeah, comments just, somewhere.
1: Just a seller's name. I mean, there's not always adult stuff up there, but right. there's kind of a mix of all kinds of stuff. Sure, sure. And, and we have we have a Hall of Famer with us. We One do. it only
0: Eric, Eric Edwards is with us. He, he decided he was going to be a part of this show, right,
2: Eric? You betcha. I wouldn't miss Scotty for the world. <laughs> uh, you know, to me, it's... Like
1: there are people in the industry that, that influenced or were a part of the youth, you know, once you turn 18 and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I mean, let's face it, you know, this is Debbie Does Dallas, you know, Eric Edwards is an icon, uh, uh, somewhere around here, if he, if he shows up, you know, uh, you know, Herschel Savage, and, and it's like, you know, Eric, you're still here, and it's wonderful.
2: Uh, like I said, when I heard you were coming on, I, this is my second experience with Zoom. Never done this before, and and uh, uh, Pat talked me into it, and uh, when I saw that you were coming on, I just had to, I, you have come to every awards show I think I've ever been to, uh, with maybe one exception. I don't know if you were even there or not, because I couldn't hear worth digitally squat. It was so loud. This last XRCO in Hollywood, were you there?
1: No. No, I haven't. I haven't been to a, 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 an award show in a long time now. I was, I was a, a regular, as they say, from uh, beginning of '88 until 2000. Okay. So I had one that thing, 12, 13 year span.
2: One thing I've always wanted to know: um, what got you involved in the adult industry, and also going to awards and all that kind of stuff? Tell me. I couldn't really talk with you whenever I'd see you because I was mobbed and, you know, it was craziness. It's it's the experiences of meeting
1: people. Uh, I guess I was in California for six months and I'm in a store and I see the back of this gentleman's head. And it was this black, wavy, curly, and there's only one person with a ha- set of hair like that and it's Ron Jeremy. So I meet Ron And, you know, two Jews from New York, we started talking delis right away, and we got along. And, of course, I know who he is and all that. And he says, hey, do you want to be a production assistant? I'm doing these couple of movies. And I said, you know, Ronnie, you know, he's like, no, no, I'll pay you. You know, well, again, if you're not working, now you're putting food on the table, gas in your car, whatever. So I said, sure. Little do I know that this is a setup. Almost. So we meet in this parking lot in Chatsworth. I park my car. I've got my little bag of luggage and whatever. He says, bring a couple of days' worth of clothes. So we're taking a mobile home up to the Bay Area to shoot, believe it or not, Debbie Does Dallas Part 4, The Great (laughs) Sex Contest, and something else. So it's um, Tracy Adams, Alexa Parks, Dana Lynn, Gale Force, John Doe, Jesse Eastern uh, and Ronnie I think those are that's pretty much the talent so of course I've never driven a motorhome in my life you know
2: oh they're
1: fun so they, so they asked me you know do you want to drive I said well not really I, I haven't really j- oh it's very simple it's like a car just bigger just don't make any crazy moves okay I get in the in this mobile home and everybody else is in the back well again this is the setup they all want to stoop in the back while I'm driving. <laughs> this is, you know, '87. They were, you know, in early '88, and so I'm driving for five and a half hours while everybody's in the back stooping. And it, you know, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Once you're in, you're in, and then you just start. This one wants to know if you want to do a cameo. PT called me up for the first non-sex role that I really didn't want to do because I didn't really want to be in adult films. He's like, no, 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 no. It's just, you're just going to play a jester in the King's court and this and that. And, uh, you know, I, I basically said yes because John Leslie was in the film and I wanted to meet John.
2: Yeah. Okay. You know? So well, that's you know really what? how it all started. Well, I tell you one thing I, I read up on you and I discovered that, um, uh, you were mostly active in the early '90s and stuff, and that's pretty much when I started directing and producing my own stuff. and And uh, I'll be damned! I, if I had known, I would have written a part for you. No, well, thank you. That was
1: nice. I mean, the the PT was really the one who got me started. You know, got me going, and he would put something here and there. And then Jay Shanahan would things here and there. Wicked could like to, you know, do stuff be vivid. VCA. Listen, I just enjoyed it because I did what I did, and I had fun with it. And uh, I was never a judge of people. People are people. We're all the same. doesn't make a difference what industry we're in. There's a job for everybody. I was putting food in my you know, belly, roof over my head. And I, I was doing – and then I, I got I, – I must have shot probably close to 200 scenes. I probably shot – between Shawn Michaels, Ed Powers. Um, yeah, I shot almost every Dirty Dev from like 84 to like 130-something. I don't even know. I mean, it was it was crazy.
2: Yep. Wow. You know,
1: one, one, I, I mean, I guess one of those things that I really, really enjoyed uh, as a, one of those side things that happened. Uh, Ed Powers was looking for a contract girl. And in walks this gorgeous brunette. She hasn't done anything. Selena Steele got her in the business and I was good friends with Selena. I would roadied for her. And this girl does her scene with Ed and I go, oh my god, this is the one. This is the one. There's no question this girl is dynamite. Mm-hmm. And Ed's like, well, you know, I kind of like him a little smaller. In this." I'm like, Ed, you're an idiot. Dude, sign this girl. Who was it? Jewel Denial. And so I shot her very first scene, and believe it or not, her and I are still friends to this day. She is long gone from the industry, and uh, she actually sent me her AVN Hall of Fame award. She said, if anybody should have this, it's you. I have no use for it. That's my prior life, but I know you'll enjoy it. So it sits in my case in my living room every day. There it All is. right. Well, let's. Uh,
0: the first question—you couldn't have gotten a better first question from a Hall of Famer, right there, Eric uh, uh, Scott. So let's uh, let's move on. Uh, Buck, how about uh, asking a question here because I know you're always good for one. Hey, so I've met you a ton of times.
1: You probably don't even remember me. I know your face, you. dude. No, there's no question. I know your face.
3: Okay. So, do you still do you collect autographs? Because I know at one point you had a collectible store, and I know I see you at the um, at the Chillers. Last time I saw you, actually, though, you were signing autographs last summer in Wildwood. I was one of the vendors there. I was the guy with the rings. Yes!
1: I bought stuff from you. I spent money with you. Uh, I, uh, my dad has his store. It's not my shop. It never was. It was just okay. his place. Um, I do collect autographs. I do have a bunch of stuff. You know, I still have some adult stuff. You know, I have posters up the wazoo, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I bought and sold and got collections and do private signings with celebrities so, yeah.
3: By the way, I am jealous that you have the Jewel Denial award cuz I bought a bunch of
1: outfits from her years ago
3: and I have about 50 some AVN awards of my on my own that I've gotten from a bunch of the girls that I've gotten friendly with. So I am jealous that you got the, uh, the Jewel Denial one.
1: <clears throat> and it was funny, she asked me for my address. And I've known her pretty much since her first scene in, in the business. And she's like, yeah, I found a bunch of stuff. I just really don't need it. You know, all right, fine. You know, so a little, you know, box, a box of 10 by 12 box shows up. And I'm like, all right. And, I look, and it's like pictures and slicks and all this. Stuff. And then there's a thing bubble wrapped. And I'm thinking, what the hell is this? I started wrapping it. And it was her Hall of Fame award. And I called her up. I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. She's like, if anybody should have it, it's you. And I know you'll appreciate it. You were there since day one. And I said, okay. And I'll never sell it. It's in my house and in my little, you know, display cabinet right next to Neil Diamond
0: <laughs> uh, when I was at uh, the uh, Jim South party this is this is what uh, Scott was wearing this is this was Scott the day of the Jim thank South. you very much <laughs> so he was a standout for sure everybody everybody knew who he was and then uh, my my friends a couple years ago and of course I didn't know where this came from but now I do uh, they had a Christmas card they put out as a family Christmas card. And this was a Christmas card. So even... Uh, they Love had, the dogs. Love the dogs. They, they had to put peanut butter on the flagpole. So, <laughs> but, uh, that's, uh, Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. So anyway, I had to share those. I said, I will share that for you. And, and uh, Michael said, oh, great, great. So um, yeah. let's, uh, let's switch gears. And uh, Aaron uh, is also in the room, of course. And uh, you and Aaron have a connection as well, too. Forever and yeah. a day.
4: Yeah, Scott and I have known each other for a very long time, and again, it's really great to see you, my friend. And I know we'll talk a little bit after this, which is awesome. But um, <clears throat> I guess you know, for the group, as far as asking questions and stuff goes, I'd like to probably parlay into um, the uh, posters that you were uh, speaking about. Um, if you're gonna try to maybe um, sell a few things to the group on the Facebook page and if so um, what would you be selling?
0: Yeah, uh, show, show that stuff off for
1: sure. Yeah I mean it was like I, I mean I have like 700 I probably got about 500 posters I mean 300 whatever but like here's an Andrew Blake original you know I mean I'm just I'm just going to show them fast. I have some signed stuff they're just this is just what I just grabbed. Uh, this one I love. She was my neighbor growing up believe it or not. This Barbara Dare. This is from my, probably 88, 89. She actually grew up 15 minutes from me in New Jersey, believe it or not. Oh, you know? wow. I bought my first car, uh, and the dealership was like a mile and a half from her house.
4: Oh, no joke.
1: Yeah. up. Oh, this one's upside down, but it's the Viper Freedom. You know. It's just a few things just to show. I mean, I've got Conquest posters with Jenna and all that kind of stuff. Now, this is the – these were fun. I got a couple of these. 2001, the year you may contact. Jenna Jameson, Tara Patrick, Janine Lindemolder, Jill Kelly, Nikki Tyler, Rocky Rhodes, Taylor Hayes. Oh, God. Julia yeah. Ann. Terry Weigel. I got a couple of these. So stuff like that. If somebody hits me up on the Facebook, you know, in the room, I'll put some stuff up. You know, over the next day or two, and yep, that'd be and fantastic.
0: My stuff. That's cool. That'd be fantastic because this is what some of our members are looking for too. They're not lately. I <laughs> see it's just all about the new girls, and and I'm sure they're just fantastic. But hey, I listen, know some some of these people in this room are about the older ones. Yeah, yes. I mean,
1: you know, uh, I showed this before we got on, but how about an uncut sheet video of video vixens cards with just. God, everybody from 87, Sunset Thomas, Taylor Wayne, oh god, what the hell Brittany O'Connell, Julia Ann, Felicia You know, it's funny, it's like I look at this stuff and I'm like I know her, I know her, I know her, I know her. You know Jenna Jameson is on this one, she's right there Wow, you know But I have uncut sheets of these, I have uncut sheets of the penthouse cards This is all just stuff sitting in my house, gang Just, Just fun
4: stuff Sure,
1: you know hey Charles Charles's
4: got to find a new home sometimes you know I want one second we might want to be able to have you know Scott come in the group and actually do a do a sales posting of what he has so that way you know all 800 plus members can see this stuff and then they could hit him up via uh, private message on Facebook about the stuff that they would want
0: to inquire on. That, and uh, being a part of our collector's roundtable, second Wednesday night of the month, and uh, it's a nine to, well, those idiots talk till four in the morning central time the last time they
2: were
0: on. not I the I, fifth. Yeah, so, anyway, uh, that collector's roundtable is just, you know, uh, Barry and Aaron and a few other people. I think David was there. He was asking questions. He's kind of a, a new guy in all of this. And welcome, uh, David. And uh, it was uh, welcome to the old guys club. <laughs> so hey, Charles is with us. He's up from uh, San Francisco, and and uh, he's always good for a question or two. Come on, oh. Charles, jump in here. Hey, how you doing? Good. Scott, I saw you did a signing up here in the Bay Area. I think it was a year or two ago. I'm sorry I missed it.
1: Uh, it was a year ago, January, like January of 18, over at uh, Lefty's, the the sports memorabilia place.
4: Fun. Um,
0: I don't. What was I gonna ask you? I don't know. I was gonna try and come up with a. How did you get? How did you end up doing Toy Story, or not Toy Story? What's the uh, Christmas
1: Story? Christmas Story. Yeah. Sorry. I'd uh, done two other films before that, and uh, Bob Clark, the director, uh, saw The Toy, the other f- the big film I did with Richard Pryor that's and Jackie Gleason. Really, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard Pryor, right? Yeah, that's The Toy. That was just audition after audition, and it happened. It's You know, it's there's a job for and that was go supposed
0: ahead. to be mine. You had a really interesting career, because most people don't go from... Mainstream to porn, they go from, you know, they, you know, yeah, it's what's supposed to be, you know,
1: when you when you're from Central New Jersey, not this is this is, yes, I, I, I was like seventeen, okay, so I was slightly underage, and um, they were having a adult star at IVD, at at Koretsky's joint, and. Uh, I had already kind of rated my father's video collection, so, you know, from time to time, you see something, you know, VHS. Yeah. And, um, Kelly Richards was gonna be there signing autographs.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: She was actually the first adult star that I met, which was back east, and, uh, she wanted to take me in the bathroom. Yeah. my father's like, okay, you know, I was... I went hit you know, puberty and all that stuff. My dad's like, hey, if you want to go, God bless, enjoy. And yes. Karetsky's like, no, dude, you can't do that. You're not 18 yet. You shouldn't even be here. No! <laughs> um, it, you know, again, I, I'm a single heterosexual male. I moved to California. I start meeting adult film stars. And right. they're like, hey, how you doing? And one thing just kind of led to another. And you become a member of the crowd because... You don't judge. You know, like I said to Eric, you don't judge. You just, they're people. It doesn't matter what they do for a living. Nobody's hurting anybody. Nobody's going to jail.
0: Yeah, that's why I find it interesting going to collect their autographs. Because, you know, I will talk to them. I'll tell them, you know, most times it's like they've come in, they're going to do, you know, some show at a strip club. You know, I tell them what's fun to do in San Francisco, because there's a lot that's fun to do in San Francisco. As far as tourist stuff, I love the city. God. You know. Yeah, but they don't do that. You know,
1: I mean, maybe a few do, but most, you know, they're doing their bit from six o'clock at night till two o'clock in the morning. They go back to the hotel, they pass out, they have one
0: meal and then they go back to the theater. Yeah. Good, good. Hey, uh, Scott, let's talk about pro wrestling for a little bit. Well, wait, wait. David has a
5: question. Oh, David has a question. What's the most
1: insane blooper you ever got to see as far as like on a set? Oh, I' here. Yeah? yeah, he's on mute for some reason. Um yeah. you know, I, There you are. I, I don't really know if there's anything, you know, like bloopers. I mean, were there funny stuff that happened? You know, yeah, I mean, on every set, funny shit happened, you know, but, you know, I don't know if there's really bloopers. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, especially, you know, doing camera. You know, I shot my own stuff for VCI. directed and produced for, for VCA. I did a bunch of stuff. It was just, make sure the camera's in focus and stay the hell out of the way.
2: There's a couple of yeah, movies that, was pretty much it. that are strictly blooper movies. Uh, I have one. I forget what it's called. I'd have to look on my log. But um, it was a very funny scene with uh, me and uh, Kay Parker trying to do a scene when uh, all of a sudden a- across camera comes Ron Jeremy rolling, doing tumbles uh, with a uh, megaphone. And he said, sound rolling. And it cracked us both up. But anyway, yeah, they do have uh, blooper reels. Uh, There's a couple of uh, movies that I did that have a, a blooper reel at the end also. But those certainly were the good old days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So I did, like I said, I did see in some uh, pro wrestling stuff, and, and how'd you get hooked up in that?
1: Uh, I was at an audition for a movie called The Money Pit with uh, Tom Hanks and Shelley Long, yep. and Big Big John Studd showed up, wow. as for auditioning for one of the movers. Met him, I and. and it was kind of a mutual admiration society. He had seen the toy. He was a big fan, and he invited me to some of the events, and then I just started going, and the next thing you know, you're in the middle of it. Yeah, now, but, I, I've always done stuff that I enjoyed. I was uh, a wrestling fan. It's like, okay, so where's where's the imminent threat here? Oh, come to an event and hang out with Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, Randy Savage. You know, uh, sure, I'm in. Okay.
0: Right, yeah. And it's and, and just like you say with the adult – it's it's a club. It's uh it's an intimate club, and once you're in and you've gained the trust, um, you're good. Well, that's that's a big thing, you know,
1: gaining the trust of people, that, you know, they they know you're not out to harm anybody. You're not there, you know, undercover or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a decent person. You know, they talk to you, hang out, go to clubs, karaoke. What? what oh God, what was the name? The, the lamp? Was the lamplighter? That we had originally in Reseda, there was a karaoke night on like Tuesday nights, and it was Lynn Lemay, and I think Tadeshi went, and I showed up, and I think Julianne came a couple times. There was just a bunch of people, and we just all kind of hung out, and then it kind of went bigger than that later on.
0: But right, yeah, I was you know. at uh, I went to Reseda one day. I was out there for, and you were at the same place, the Cupcake Theater event. Um, I believe you were at the Golden era of something. It was a cupcake. Uh, Annie Sprinkle was there. Ginger Lynn was there. Were you, you were at that one, weren't you? That was North Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the next day, I'm, I'm staying with staying with uh, David uh, Bertolino, and then we go to uh, Georgina Spelman's house, and then, um, then I drove to Reseda because uh, one of the gals um, uh, who I'd sent posters to had uh, Louden Reseda, and Bill Margold says, oh, you'll never get those posters back, and I said, well, I bet I will, and so anyway, um, she'd sent me her uh, uh, her contact information, I just showed up at her house and knocked on the door, and sure as shit, she had the stuff for me, and she hadn't signed anything yet, but she'd opened up the package to get the money out, so that was uh, that was the main thing, God, I can't remember her name. Um, she was in Olympic Fever. Um, Arena? Uh, no, it was... Um, oh, God, I can't think of her name. Not in Haven. No, no, no. She's um, all in the Bay Area. Yeah, it was... Um, man, I can't think of her. Um, I'm, I'm checking my autographs right now to see who... But anyway, she's she went. I think she went in a homeless shelter, and now she's she's not. I don't think she's in a homeless shelter anymore. But anyway, it was. I think times were kind of tough for her for a while, and I I think I got her right before um, she got out of the homeless shelter. But yeah, she. Oh, here it is. It's um, uh, Lori Smith. Oh wow! Yeah, she lived in Reseda, and um, this was the. Uh, I've got. Um, Yep. Yeah, I've got uh, Serena Seca, Paul Thomas, Bill Margold, and uh, Kelly I'll, and Ron Jeremy all sign this poster. So that's, uh, that's my big collector thing there. I, I need to get it framed, of course, because I'm not going to get uh, uh, Lisa DeLay on it, and that's about yeah. all that's left. So anyway.
1: But, that's uh, funny, Aaron. You mentioned that um, <laughs> Annette doesn't sign. Uh, I mean, I had met her way, way, way back, right? And she says, you know, here's my address, send me, you know, whatever. She was cool about it. Okay, fine. For a year, I don't, nothing. I get nothing back in the mail. And then I see her at one of the Hall of Fame Awards. And I mentioned it to her. And she's like, you know, I just don't really do the mail. I said, well, wait a minute. You said you do the mail. So I sent you the stuff. I said, you know, I even sent return postage, for God's sakes. You know, I sent money. And she said, did you send me money? I said, yeah, of course I sent you money. She said, okay, I'll find the stuff. Well, it took me about three months, and then a little pa- and then a package came back in the mail from her. I found the envelope, found your pieces, found the money. Thank you. And she signed wow. like a couple of posters.
0: Yeah, she wanted uh, two hundred and fifty dollars to sign one of mine and and uh, complained about everybody who was in the movie. And so uh, the posters still at my house, but it, it's the only. She's the only one left. I really need to get signed on it. Was uh, The coming of angels too. Eric was in the movie. And uh, she just won't sign it. And she just, she said, my, my fee is $250 to discourage you from getting it done. Because yeah. I don't want to do it. I said, okay. So, and there's there's no way I'm going to, you know, go out there and find her. So I guess it just remains unsigned. But it's too bad because she wanted to trade out some computer repair stuff. I said, I'll, I'll do that for you. And, uh, but anyway, she, she then wouldn't do it. So, but. Uh,
1: Listen, not. Once people kind of get out, it's, it's sort of tough to get them to come back in, even though it's just an autograph. It's still something, you know. I mean, while, you know, Jewel Denial is long gone. You know, she is long, long gone from the industry. It's like I would never send her anything in the mail. I have her address. I could send her anything I want she would sign for me because we're friends for God knows how many years. I still wouldn't do it. Right. You know, that's just a respect thing,
4: right? And a lot of people would love to have her autographs. Yeah, right.
1: I mean, um, oh God, Tracy Adams, oh. yeah. long gone. She's up north, you know. I have her phone number. Once in a while, I call her up and we shoot the shit. But it's another one, I just, I would just not do it.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, Eric Monty is with us. Eric, how you doing? I, 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 don't, I don't see your picture.
5: Eric, 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 Eric Garage knows you from Facebook, Richie, Richie. On Facebook, Eric, we were talking about your shoe with Maria Forza in Sweden. Oh,
2: he's
5: that uh, Oh, okay. there he I'm Richard Kimball from Facebook. You sent me the clip about Maria Forza in Sweden. I'm oh, the, yes. I'm of films of Eric Monty from
2: 83 to 99. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good old
5: Marie. Um, and Scotty. All right, my, my thing is unstable. Let me just. Scotty, you there? Yes, sir. You mm-hmm. met me on the set of New Wave Hookers Five. I had the scene with Julie Ashton. Oh God, yes! you yes. remember? It's it's been a few days. <laughs> March of eighty-seven. You recall that at all? Ninety-seven. March of, ninety. March I was gonna 90, say it got to be ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah, Do You remember that? Ah, a little bit. Me and it was me and Dave Cummings. He was having a little problem. It was a double. Then I did the anal with Julie Ashton. It was New Wave Hookers Five. You were riding around. God the bless you. <laughs> But Eric, I just you know,
1: I, I I was it new wave hookers five, five or six five, well, five. I know is one of them. I, uh, I played Anita Cannibal's husband, and she ends up killing me. That's all I remember.
5: Well, in this one, Ronnie's playing the rapper. You remember, he was playing the rapper. He was old. Oh, and you were you were riding the bicycle. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> and yeah. Eric. Anyway, I was talking about you, Eric, because I said you. were – you were with my, you had, I was in the business from 83 to 99, but you were with my favorite old-time gal, and you sent me the link with Maria Forza, with butterflies. Oh, shoot, I think I lost the sound.
0: Huh. Yeah. Hey, let's swing it back over to Barry here, and and uh, Buck, what do you got, uh, what other story do you have for us?
3: I don't have, unless I have a story. I do have a question now. I was actually thinking about this earlier. Um. So, mainstream-wise, you did the toy. Uh-huh. It, with the climate that we're in now, do you think they would ever make that movie these days? Or that's like a movie now you're never going to see anything I, like that again?
1: You know, probably not. But the film really gets made at that, even at that time, because of Richard Pryor. You know, because there wasn't really anything uh, that they could sort of corner him into. Hey, why did you do this? Don't you know that this sets the, the black community Because it was all nonsense. You know, it's a friendship movie between a rich white kid and a poor black guy, and you, you you make friends, and okay. Uh, you know, I mean, that's one of my great jokes that I tell. I say, you know, listen, as I come into this room with all of you guys, just let's get the elephant out of the room. Anybody else in here bought a black man beside me? <laughs> and I'm allowed to say that, because that's the film. I mean, that's the point. You know, Um can they do it now? It would have to be with somebody who is just very secure in their uh, uh, not being typecast, not being outcasted for doing it. You know, uh, let's face it: the the original film was from a French film, which is just an old white guy with a younger white kid, and then they brought it here, and Columbia figured out they wanted to do it as a mixed race Richard. You know, and then you get Gleason, and then and then I show up. I mean,
3: that is still pretty cool. You can say you worked with Gleason and Pryor. I mean, those are two Absolutely. legends. Right,
1: right there, that's two legends. Listen, you know, uh, the people I worked with, you know, is an, in a, a mixed bag of just unbelie- unbelievable, you know, from the athletes doing commercials and stuff like that, Sugar Ray Leonard and Hollywood Henderson and Julius Irving. And then they get movies with Dr. J and or with... Um, with Gleason and Pryor and Robert Klein and Liza Minnelli, okay, fine. And then I'm working with John Leslie. Where does this fit in here? Yeah. I don't know. You know. And yet, you know, John was just as cool as Richard and Jackie and all of them. So
0: I just much fun with all of them. David, uh, let's let's go back to you because you're kind of a newcomer on the, on the scene here. And uh, what do you got for uh, Scott today to talk to him about?
4: Oh, nothing really. I'm just
0: taking everything in and just like enjoying the scene. I mean, David, um, hey, all you, I
1: I could just tell you, you missed a great era. <laughs> there was probably fifty performers that were just amazing, from Barbara Dare to Lynn Lemay to all the Vivid Girls, Raquel Darian and Janine Linda and Julia Ann and Kobe Ty and and it's on. You missed a great era of people. You know, the featured dancing that one. on. I roadied for some of them, you know. Nina Hartley and, and Hyapacia Lee and, and Selena Steele and Lynn and, oh, God, Cherie Taylor, you know. It, that era from, like, 85, you know, the Ginger Lynn, Christy Canyon, Vivid era, up until about 2000, there was just something really, really special about that time frame, you know. And now there's just a billion people and, you know, there's no such thing, in my opinion. There's no such thing as a star anymore. It's just yeah. a different time frame.
0: Yeah, that was like sort of one of the comments I had brought up in the group was like with the with the bringing up of online and all the all the people going like independent and all that. Has it affected like the industry that much? Well, sure. You know, I
1: mean, companies. You know, the, the last girl that was monstrous really is Tara Patrick. You know, she she could have. Basically, held the company up on her own, and they could have done one release with her a month, and they could have just kept going for, for a long time. Um, but the Vivid Girls, they kept Vivid running. You know, now with with the advent of everything, you know, now you do a scene and it's the forty-minute scene online, and then you got to join the girls, you know, site or her fan club or this or whatever the hell it is. It's just different. You know, there's not that that going to the AVN Awards it had a very special thing about it for a long time. And now it's like, eh, okay. You know.
0: I think now that even with the cameo stuff like you do and, and uh, all the girls do it now is uh, I just got a, a friend of mine here in town she's a big Evan Stone fan. She hit a deer last week. Her She says, my life is just ruined. And she smashed her car when she hit a deer. And, and so she's a big Evan Stone fan. I, so I sent um, bought a cameo from Evan Stone. He says, you know, I hired a stunt deer to come to Iowa, and uh, he's okay. You didn't, you didn't hurt the stunt deer. And anyway, so, uh, you know, something like that. She just thought that was just incredible. And just, you know, and if you got to connect with a fan that way, that's a connection. Christy uh, Canyon does them, and I mean, they're two and a half minutes long. And um, I told her, I suggested her how to price it, and finally she did raise her price a little bit. But uh, yeah, so so if you want a connection with a star, that's that's kind of the way it is. Or join their OnlyFans, you know. Now and uh, now that everybody's kind of been forced inside, you have just gotta uh, pick the scene of the week or whatever. Or I don't even know how they're doing it. And most of the the exoticas now are mostly featured on cam models. And, and that's kind of, you got to be a fan of a cam model to, to see their content.
1: Yeah. A little
0: different than it used to be. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, sit in the porno theater in Mason City, Iowa for most of the day to see the double feature. That's, that's usually what I did. So, uh, Charles, uh, any other question there for Scott today? Um, Scott, you've had such an interesting career. Any thoughts about writing a book about your career? Uh, hopefully it
1: should be out in September. Oh, that's cool. Should be out in September. Uh, it's it's called what it's called whatever happened to me. Okay. That, that's and it's a uh, it's a roller coaster. It's an up and down, but it's the the who's the what's the where's the what happens, and there's stories of every industry. Yes, go Eric. Eric wants to say something. Oh, you're back.
2: you bet.
1: You got to unmute. Eric's muted. There, there we
2: go. Okay, there. Uh, I could talk so like I this think, and fool you all, you know, just move I my lips. <laughs> you know, whatever. Anyway, I have a, I have another question for you. Um, and when you were, um, you started off as a child star or child actor, I should say, mm-hmm. and um, I was curious that you were in A Christmas Story and did you have to stick out your tongue for an audition?
1: No. No, I actually went and had a hot dog with the director. That was my audition. My audition was so, Let's go out for a hot dog.
2: Was was this uh, your parents' idea? Did you start, by, you know, did your parents get you into acting? I don't I know nothing of this.
1: No. No, I was I was going to a film club with my dad. They watched old movies and I loved, you know, it's kind of like whatever your dad does you do. So if your dad goes fishing, you go fishing. You go climbing. The dad, you go. You know, dad goes climbing. You go climbing. My dad was a movie guy, so we went to a film club in New York for a couple of years. And one of the other members was producing a commercial and knew me and said, "Hey, I think you'd be great at this. It's a YooHoo chocolate drink commercial. I'm going to fly you to Miami Beach for a couple days. You get to hang out with Yogi Berra from the Yankees. You want to do it? That was that. That was it. You know. I was like." Yogi Berra? I know the Yankees. I know Yogi Berra. Sure, let's do it. Okay. And that's where it all started?
2: It's really funny how how, uh, people accidentally kind of fall into the business in a way. Um, Actually, I don't know if anybody knows this, but Linda Lovelace held a gun to my head and forced me to have sex with her. Uh, No, I'm just kidding, of course. But uh, that's the story I tell. Uh, And it snowballed from there i i uh uh, i wasn't really seeking it i had trained at the academy the american academy of dramatic arts in new york and after graduation i just needed some money so uh i kind of did this this one loop with linda and contrary to what she has to say uh she would call me and ask, hey, do you want to do it again? You know, we uh, had a great scene, blah blah blah. You Want to do it again? I, it was an easy forty bucks for for the guys, and girls got fifty. And I never knew why they got ten bucks more than the guys. But um, it 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 just snowballed from there. Uh, it just kept going on and on and on. And finally, when features came out, and we actually had to speak because those were silent loops back then. Um, so when we finally had to speak, uh, I had already had the training. So I just kind of fell right into place. Interesting story, though. I, as a child star, you know, I was like, uh, I don't know, 21, 22 when I started. So.
1: Yeah, I was eight. A little different.
2: Yeah, quite a bit.
1: You know, I wasn't stupid, Yogi Berra. I was having YooHoo chocolate drink. A little different here, you know. But yeah. now it—it's uh, it, what's meant to be. It wasn't like I looked. I went out for it. I looked out for it. I wanted to go. No, it just came. And do you want? You make then you make the decision. You know,
2: that's exactly right. And I made the same decision.
0: Yeah. Eric Monty has a another question. Let's get Eric unmuted here, and he wanted to uh, tell an antidote about. Um, uh, he wanted to talk Dare. about. Yeah. Barbara Dare, yes.
5: Yeah, I was staying. I was from. I'm in Philly, but I was out in Hollywood for about a couple of weeks when it, I was for was trying with Ronnie. Ronnie got me into the business, and uh, he was. She was new, Stacy. You know, and he says, do me a big favor. You're staying at a hotel. Put her up for the night in your room." She was with her girlfriend. I said, all right, okay. He goes, and be a gentleman about Why don't you sleep on the floor? and have him I said, I'll be damned. Bottom line is I slept in between her and the other her girlfriend, and that was it. I slept. <laughs> that was, I think that was in 86. Am I correct? For guys that know their dates better than me, 85 or 86, right before Barbara Dare broke in? She's got to break
1: in around 85, 86. It's somewhere in there because she was yeah, already was, in the I, business before I was I staying was
4: staying
5: in a hotel in Sunset. But Scotty, you don't recall that New Wave of hookers five when you had the scene with the bicycle. I'm surprised because I was surprised seeing you there. You know because I knew you very well. You know from the movies. <laughs> I'm saying. Listen, I happened? mean, I probably did maybe
1: twenty, you know, cameo yeah. scenes in in adult stuff, and I just did them. It was it was a couple minutes, a couple a day, whatever the hell it
5: was, and then you're you're gone. You know, Michael Mann was directing. It was in North Hollywood. Anyway, and Eric, Eric Edwards, Eric, is Eric there?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's here.
5: I uh, hope uh, Hopefully your your, your is refreshed on Facebook. About a couple of months ago, you remember you emailed, you, you probably messaged me because we were talking about good old days in the business and you mentioned, like I said, you don't remember, but I really got a big kick out of the thing with Maria Forza because you were telling me how you work with Joe Sarno up in, in Sweden.
2: Yes, yes. Uh. Actually, uh, butterflies was my first trip to Europe. Yeah,
4: butterflies.
2: Yeah, and and I and I met Marie, so and then uh, we were hot and heavy. We just went crazy for each other. I mean, for some odd reason, and the, the producer uh, was worried that I wasn't going to be able to perform on set, so he tried to keep us separated. And I said, No, 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 no! You can't do that. <laughs> she's she's crazy. You know, she was like one of the—I I guess it got nymphomaniac or something. She was just. She was one of
5: my all-time favorites, Eric. All oh, Thank you,
2: thank you. Yeah, she she was uh, really really something else, and and uh, consequently, whenever when I did go to Sweden to film, she was there. She was from Stockholm. Uh, I loved going over there. I just I loved Joe and Peggy Sarna. They were such wonderful people to work for, and. Uh, uh, we would see each other any time that I would travel over that way and uh, get together for fun. Then all of where, a sudden, she just kind of disappeared on me.
5: Where did you stay in Stockholm? Would they, they push up at a house or something? I or s- oddly,
2: uh, the Hotel Mornington, I believe mm-hmm. was the name of it. It was run by all women. And Sweden was so wonderfully... Uh, uh, sexually oriented. I mean, uh, Americans were so uptight still back in those yeah. days. Whenever i go to Sweden and I went, I stayed in this hotel wh- that was run by all women, owned and run, uh, and I'd come in late at night after a whole day of shooting and everything and the, uh, the lady behind the desk would say, Oh Eric, how did it go today? Did you create it up? Yeah, yeah, okay. But uh, the Swedes were great people. eh? One more question, Harry. Did she
5: stay in the business long, Maria Forza, or did she just go in and out?
2: Well, from what I understand, because I tried to look her up, from what I understand, she got married to an older gentleman. Now, whether or not they're still together or not, I have no idea. But, yeah, I I tried to to look her up again, and then Mm -hmm. she had just disappeared from the biz.
0: Well, I'm pretty handy at finding people, so if there's a chance to find her, I'll find her for you though. Okay, thanks. All right. Well, let's um, um so so Scott, what we want to do sometime is we do want to have you make sure you post some of those things online and and with with um you being kind of an elevated member in our group, you can do that anytime you want. Don't have to wait till weekends and stuff like that like some of the other collectors do, but uh, yeah, we want to Get some of your inventory moved because there is a demand for it. I know that. That's uh, Buck. Uh, uh, you've you've seen some of this stuff, and you know there's demand for it too.
3: Yeah. Well, it's by, by the way. I gotta ask this. So you mentioned the IVD warehouse. Have you been? There, was that your only one, or have you been there a lot? Uh,
1: I might have been to the Jersey warehouse a second time before I moved to California, but that would be it. You
4: know.
3: Uh, no, okay. The only reason I ask this is because what you described is pretty much every show there. Something wild and wacky happens. Like I've never been to AVN, but because it's in the warehouse and it's not necessarily open to the public because it's an invitation only, the craziest stuff happens there. Like they at one point they had Amy Fisher there when she had her sex tape out. Mm-hmm. So her and Christina Rose got into a fist fight there.
1: Nice.
3: Um. Amy Fisher yelled at me because when she was signing stuff for me, because when I was there, they would always invite me, and literally they would have like seven or eight girls there, and my whole day was just spent in one room with these eight girls just having them sign like hundreds of DVDs. And so I asked her a bunch of the DVDs, can you sign the inscription Long Island Lolita? And she just lost it on me. I mean lost it on me. And I was like, I wasn't trying to piss her off. I was just in my head thinking... If she signed Long Island Alita, I'm adding $20 onto the price when I go to resell. Of I course. Sign it like, I got on to like, 100 DVDs. She's already there. You know, but she just lost it on me. There was one where they, um... It was Audrey Hollander and her husband, Otto Bauer. And they decided to put on a live sex show. They went into the warehouse. They got on a, um... Not a... For- yeah, it was kind of like a forklift, like a little... It had the bucket where you two people would stand in. Almost like, I guess if you saw, like, a telephone like telephone repairman, there's that little bucket that they stand in and they lift it up to repair the phone things. So both of them got into it, went all the way up, and then just start stripped naked and just start having sex in it. And everyone is on the ground looking straight up at them just having sex. I mean, it was the craziest thing ever. I was like, there was another show. Asa Cure it was one of her first shows. And she was just, at that point, because she was still new to the business, she tells me that she wants me, after she while she's signing, she wants me to feel her boobs. So I go to do it. I'm like, I'm not going to argue. My rep walks by and gives me the dirtiest look, like, what are you doing? You cannot be touching the girls. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, she asked me to. Like, I, I didn't want to offend. But yeah, I just was curious, because what you described was pretty much every show there something crazy
1: happened. Hey, you know, I... Uh East Coast Video Show was fun, you know. Inevitably, somebody would have a party in a gathering at somebody's room or whatever, you know.
3: Yeah, those are the part. Right, the parties afterwards, but at the show itself, it was pretty tame. But I'm saying at the warehouse, crazy stuff would just happen at the warehouse. Sure,
1: it's a pro. It's owned by them, and that's what that is. You go to the shows, the security, it's the building security. It's not, you know, who cares what booth you're in, you know, other than. Um, The first CES I went to, uh, 88, uh, January January of 88 or January of 89. Oh, God. Now I'm going to have to ask her if she remembers. But um, I was a fan of Terry Weigel's because her uh, playmate was the same month that I graduated high school. So I stood in line like everybody else waiting to get an autograph. Well, you know, I didn't really pay attention because kids, you're stupid. Well in her Playboy bio, it said favorite movies The Toy. <laughs> she had a crush on me, and here I am standing in line waiting. And I was about two or three back, and she saw me. She leaped over the counter, grabbed me, pulled me back. On the I need to take ten minutes, everybody. And she pulled me into the little cubbyhole in the booth thing, you know. And that's all I know, point. all I remember was zip. And that's pr- after that, it was like okay. Yeah. It's funny, actually. Her and her husband are the ones that
3: got me into the adult business, sell- selling mm-hmm. adult stuff. Because I wrote to her. Well, her husband was also a performer and was her there, yeah. and And um, so originally when I asked for autographs, I guess he misunderstood me. I was like, yeah, 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 we'll get you a bunch of them. And, and next thing I know, he's got me hooked up with Slicks. He's got me hooked up with IVD to get DVDs. He's got me hooked up with everything. I was like, okay, I guess I'm in the business now. <sighs>
1: That happens.
3: So yeah, I always credit her at, for getting me into the business. And every time I see her, I go, I owe you so much. I go, you don't understand how grateful I am.
1: Terry is an awesome lady. Still one of my good friends. Love her to death. Will always love her to death. Just a super super woman. And still looks great for her age, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I get her out of you know. That I, I, get, I break off the cobwebs, and I go, come on, cool. come to a show, and come sign autographs, you know, and she'll come
0: and have fun. Nice, nice. Hey, next week we're going to have uh, a, another legend. Richard Pacheco will be with us next uh, Sunday night. Of course, Scotty, anytime you want to stop by, uh, just click the link and you're in. I mean, it's that's, that's not just okay. for – I mean, it's for every fan. I, we Of course, we got Eric Edwards and Eric Monte here because they're just fans. And so um, I'm always told uh, – uh, Herschel I says a half hour before the show, send me the link. I might come in, and then he never shows up. But anyway, he's coming to Iowa to visit me, and I just while we're just sitting here, I got a I sent out nine uh, letters to uh, bookstores in our state, and uh, I got to call somebody back. Uh, we're gonna get him a books book club signing while he's here too. So beautiful make him some money on his plane trip, so...
1: Herschel will love that. Oh, Aaron is raising his you hand. Bet. Yeah,
0: this is just like school. We're
1: just calling
4: him. Aaron. i right. yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm in a college Zoom session, but it has to do with adult entertainment. Uh, before we end this, um, there is one question that I actually wanted to direct towards Eric Edwards. And it's because of the fact that a lot of us... I don't know if a lot of us, but I know some of us just saw the uh, Debbie Does Dallas documentary that uh, Patrick posted. And Debbie Does Dallas was actually one of my all-time favorites. In fact, Scott had uh, mentioned it a little bit earlier about Debbie Does Dallas. And Eric, I just wanted to ask you um, regarding that movie. First of all, I I do want to say my condolences regarding Arcadia Lake. I had no idea that you two had that type of history together. I mean, I'd give anything just to have an Arcadia Lake autograph, let alone, you know, be in a relationship with her, so kudos there. A long one.
2: Yeah, A very um, long relationship, too.
4: So my, my condolences for your loss there um, after, after watching the documentary, but I, I would like to ask, I mean, is there anything memorable from Debbie Does Dallas that you'd like to share with us you know, anything having to do with, with, you know, such an iconic film, you know, if there's anything that you'd like to
2: share. You know, what just flashed in my mind when you asked that, mentioned that fact, here's what flashed in my mind. First of all, anybody who watches the movie, I was, uh, behind the cheerleaders in the very beginning where... Arcadia is dancing around with all the other and, and chatting and talking and stuff. And the the football team comes out and does a little practice thing, you know. Uh, and you can see the quarterback throwing the football downfield and, and somebody running after it and everything like that. And, you know, it's just basically Phil, just like extras or something. But I was the quarterback <laughs> What, sort of like my dream, I've always wanted to be a you know, quarterback or something, you know, but I never got into that sort of thing. But I finally got to live my dream in, in that movie, and, and it's way in the background, and uh, I got to throw a couple of passes, which they caught. I was so proud, you know, I was proud of myself. But then the one thing that I flashed on, and it goes back to Arcadia Lake, because we were just brand new when that film was being made just starting to get into each other and uh we had rented a high school pretty much the whole high school uh, so the hallways and everything like that were all totally empty and uh arcadia and i i hate calling her that michelle was her real name so uh, michelle and i wandered down through the empty hallways and we had the hots for each other so bad. We just did it right there in the high school. I thought that was so perverted and and hot, you know, sexy, but, you know, just to do it in a high school, something like a fantasy or something. So, yeah, I have good memories of that movie.
4: Any, uh, Any interactions with any of the other girls that you might remember? I don't think you ever had a scene with Bambi Woods, but did you do you uh, do you uh, have any other like memorable takes uh, that you actually
2: you know on, on film on scene? Not really. My only my only uh, sex scene in in that movie was uh, uh, Robin Bird. Robin Bird and who's the girl? Um, that was with us i remember robin bird i don't remember who the other girl was yeah a sexy little blonde girl um it'll come to me probably if i don't think about it but i i played mr hardwick the owner of a candle shop a little bit of strange humor in there but uh and uh, robin bird played my wife and we had this uh cute little christy you know, ford thank you christy ford Wow. Beautiful, beautiful girl.
0: And this is this is Bambi now, by the way.
2: Oh, yeah. Wow. That's Bambi Woods? Yeah. See,
1: I find people. Very nice. Still looks the same. Gorgeous.
2: Beautiful. If only I could have found someone to uh, spend the rest of my life with. I tried. I tried. I really did.
0: Well, sometime, we'll have to see if our, our friend Darcy is available sometime,
2: Eric. Okay, I'll, I'm game for that. Well,
0: Herschel's going to meet her, so he'll, he'll have to give you a, the five-star review. You put that,
5: should
2: Bambi back up again for
5: Patrick?
0: Yeah, sure, yeah. A second here. A second, please. She still has that little flip of the hair.
4: Yeah. How recent is that picture?
0: <laughs> Uh, 2019. Oh, wow. nice. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Scott, the project you're in right now, I see, is you're doing other Zoom calls with other child stars. How's that working out? Uh, it's called The Quarantine Bunch. Yeah. And it was kind of a
1: mini-series of, like, 10, 12-minute episodes. Uh, it's just a fun show. You know, It's I think it's on YouTube now. You can go check it out. Um, we all have our own different characters and what we're doing, it's basically based on the quarantine thing, you know, that we're all kind of stuck and
0: we're trying to figure out what we're going to do and if we do a new show and whatever Alright, hey, the last uh, last minute or two I've opened up everybody's mic and any last questions or comments for Scott, we'll take them, otherwise we'll, we'll, uh, we'll close things down, we sure appreciate Scott for stopping by, anytime you want to be a part of it more importantly, I think you're going to get more out of the collector's roundtables we do the second uh, Wednesday of the month. I really think that's going to be good for especially you.
4: Especially since you're a fellow collector, you know, you, it w- would benefit you to hop on in there, especially if you have any inventory or something you want to sell and actually show some stuff off in person. I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of us that, that are willing to take a look. Aaron, right, which stadium? Oh, yeah. Which stadium? Me? Aaron Kazimer, which stadium? Oh, I'm um, I'm in Orlando Florida
5: okay and I know Eric Edwards is in, hills, in the hills of California right Eric you put that picture up in the snowfall one day
2: I'm up in the mountains in
5: California yes
2: <laughs> hi up I'm in I'm Southern California
5: Buck
3: where are you uh, I'm actually in Hatfield PA 20 miles north of Philly yeah, I'm in oh.
5: South Philly you know, I get there I, I go there all the time you know yeah, Jersey, like you said, time. I saw
3: you last summer in Wildwood yeah.
5: I'm in South right by the
1: stadium with the playing Eagles. Charles is up in the Bay Area. We know Charles. Yeah. Good looking man, Charles, I gotta tell you. Thank you. The the, the quarantine beard is coming in nicely. Yeah.
2: I, I couldn't do I could it. Try that.
3: I've actually saved my quarantine beard twice, otherwise mine would probably be really long. I
5: got an this week.
0: All right. Well, I tell you what, we want to thank everybody for, uh, for stopping by, and uh, again, uh, thanks to Scott for, for helping us out. We'll have the replay up. We'll put it in the group here in a little bit and uh, unmute again. And uh, we'll, we'll have it available for about two weeks or so, and if anybody wants to repost or whatever, they can certainly do that too. So, Scott, thank you very much for helping us out today.